Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. Guys, the Los Angeles Lakers and 360 finally get their first win versus the Memphis Grizzlies, 121-118 to in fun fashion. Guys, it wasn't perfect by any means. They had defensive lapses at times, but when it counted most, there were some great defensive plays, some great shot making, and Carmelo Anthony moving up to ninth on the all-time scoring list in a big way, hitting six threes versus the Memphis Grizzlies to pull out the Lakers first victory of the season we're going to dive into all the X's and O's and what I saw in this game right here on the Westwood Podcast as always you can find me on Twitter Russell Westwood gets a chip at always in forever art and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions let's get it first off I do want to congratulate Carmelo Anthony on moving up to ninth on the all-time scoring list for the NBA Guys, he did it in such a big way, uh, in dramatic fashion. Look, Carmelo Anthony covered up a lot of issues um, that happened with the Lakers in that particular game versus the Memphis Grizzlies on Sunday um, because of his ability to just shoot so efficiently. I think he was 6 of 8 from 3. He was on fire. Some of them were hands in his face. Um, but I like the way he's doing it. He's doing it as a catch-and-shoot player at this point in his career. Um, he's posting up on smaller players, which is I'm fine with that. And... Guys, he covered up a lot. Congratulations, Carmelo Anthony. I'm moving up to ninth on the um, all-time list, future Hall of Famer. So I do want to say that because, guys, he definitely did cover up some stuff. Look, the first thing I want to say outside of that is the Lakers showed that they can be just extremely good defensively when they want to. Um, it kind of irritates me that they have those stretches where they're, ex- to me, it just seems like pure laziness uh, defensively, and I mean all of them. Uh, at one point, I tweeted out, uh, no, nah, all the stars need to get their butts back on defense and put an effort on the defensive end of the basketball. Um, then at one point, they all just turned it up. Um, that's the way it goes. Russell Westbrook, I believe he had four steals. Uh, Anthony Davis had steals, blocks. LeBron had multiple blocks. Look, these guys can erase mistakes and be very, very uh, disruptive defensively if they just put that work in for the majority of the minutes. Um, rather than do it for two or three minute stretches and lay off and then do it for two or three minute stretch and then lay off again. Um, that is a fan is a little bit irritating um, as a person that loves the game and studies it. That's a little bit irritating for me because um, it shows that they have all the skills to just continue to be great. But they kind of choose not to. Now, with the veteran roster, I get it. It's a long 82 game season. It's it's not it's a marathon, not a sprint. I understand that. But when you're 0-2, I'd like to see them put together a more dominant defensive game um, in its entirety. It's basketball. Um, They're going to have possessions that get beat. They're going to have possessions that get caught. But a lot of what I saw I thought was lazy. And to see them just turn it up when they needed to, it's a good sign. But it kind of just tells me, can you just do that all the time, please? Or most of it? Can you just do that most of the time? Nonetheless, um, you know, they, they took breaks. Uh, they took plays off, and I guess it happens in basketball, but I, I would like to see them put forth a, a better defensive effort. Offensively, um, guys, in the first half, Russell Westbrook was masterful, uh, taking on the majority of playmaking duties because, guys, despite what people tell you, he is an elite point guard. He is a playmaker and creator, and he is great at that. Um, in the first half, he was just absolutely tremendous. I think he had 10 um, – assist in the first half alone he was just doing it with everyone deandre jordan anthony davis uh three-point shooters he just was finding everyone um just great vision 
I do want to point that out. Again, Carmelo Anthony and Malik Monk, they added a stroke. They were absolutely uh, great shot makers in this one. LeBron James shot well from three. Anthony Davis, his defense, his defense, some stuff that he's able to erase is absolutely incredible. The steal he had at the end of the game, although they say that he was not fouled, it got overturned. It was an absolutely incredible play for him to even get to that ball. It was tremendous. Russell Westbrook added four steals. His steal at the end of the game, I have no idea why they put 0.3 seconds on the clock. He stole the ball, took a step, and then threw the ball in. I don't I, – I, for the life of me, I don't understand why. Can anyone explain that to me? <laughs> I don't know what happened. Um, but uh, – Offensively, also, um, sorry, I got back in defense there. Uh, offensively, I like what they did with Russell Westbrook. He was setting screens for LeBron. They almost went exclusively to the star on star screen. Uh, Russell Westbrook screening for LeBron James towards the end of the game there. It worked once beautifully, 360, getting it done. LeBron with the ball in his hands. Russell Westbrook sets the screen. He rolls. LeBron gives us to Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook goes to the basket. Of course, everyone is coming to Russ when he's going downhill. Russell Westbrook Bryant's Anthony Davis for the easy slam. It was absolutely beautiful basketball, um, and they did that pretty much exclusively. It didn't work two other times. Uh, one of the times, even LeBron James says, was, was on him, and then I think the third time, Russell Westbrook probably should have went up with it. I tried to draw the foul, but he, he tried to make the extra pass. So, guys, that's a good sign that they're doing that. It's absolutely amazing. Russell Westbrook cutting, Russell Westbrook setting screens and rolling. Those are good things um, for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Russell Westbrook's got to get used to it. Uh, he's going to figure it out as time goes. That's why, you know me, 20 games, I'm chilling. Um, and for those who think I'm crazy with 20 games, did they look better game three than they look, than they did in game one? The answer is absolutely yes. Um, he just did such – they're they're getting better, guys. That's why I say 20 games. But to see 360, as they call themselves, um, to do all of that in one possession all on their own was absolutely beautiful basketball and you just had spacing out there. Um it was just great to see. It's, it's good to see those wrinkles in there. Um, there were more pick and rolls with Russell Westbrook. Um, that also helps as well. Got him going downhill. They just got. They just have so many ways to getting uh, Russell Westbrook going downhill to do what he does um, so great, which is just make plays for other people. I don't know why there's that false narrative about he's selfish and he's not a point guard. That absolutely blows my mind. Um, that first half was massive. Now, second half, you know, it was okay. He had some struggles, and I, and I get that. Um, but again, we're three games in. He's going to put together a game, a better game, game after game. He's going to do that. But his first half was one of the best halves of basketball he's played. Um, it, it was just absolutely masterful basketball by him. And guys, that's what you brought him here for. You brought Russell Westbrook here, yes, to kind of take away some of the pressure, some of the ball handling duties away from LeBron James so he can rest a little bit, um, so he can rest when he's even on the floor because he's got a player that's so dynamic as Russell Westbrook. And trust me, he is magnificent. That's why he's here. But he's also here to simplify the game for everyone else. And if you go back and watch that first half, he simplified the game for everyone. He made it easy all they had to do was catch and shoot. All they had to do was catch it and go up and dunk. All they had to do was catch it, go up and finish through the contact and draw the end one. It was just absolutely incredible basketball by um, one Russell Westbrook uh, in the first half. He was absolutely tremendous. I think this is a positive sign. They had some defensive issues. They still turn the ball over too much. Russell Westbrook and LeBron James both. Russell Westbrook, I think he had nine. I don't think the last one was a turnover. 
with <laughs> I don't know why they gave him 0.3. And he had a couple I thought he was fouled. It's fine. Uh, he'll get better at that as well. And he's not particularly shooting well from the field yet. But what I always tell everyone, if you listen to my podcast long enough, you know what I'm going to say here. Russell Westbrook, I know he's not an elite shooter. No Russell Westbrook fan is trying to tell you that. However, how I judge Russell Westbrook's game, because he is a point guard, I don't give a damn what any of you say, is is he in control of the game? And so far that se- this season, it's been tough for him. At one point, Rondo was having a lot of the playmaking duties. Then LeBron in the second game, for the most part, although Russell Westbrook got a little bit more run. In the first half, Russell Westbrook had more run as the playmaker, the creator for the offense. And I felt like he was in complete control of the basketball game in the first two quarters. That's how I judge Russell Westbrook. Is he in control of the game? And if you go back and watch that first half, he was absolutely in control of the basketball game. Um, That's how I judge him. LeBron James, look, man, he's still the best player in the world. I don't give a dang what anyone says, period. There was also some, some, some shots he erased defensively that I just, I was just absolutely amazed that he was able to do so. And, And LeBron James is still able to go downhill and get to the basket and just finish with ease. Um, I still think he's trying to get himself in a little bit of rhythm as well, but he's to me, he's just still the best player in the world. He's just absolutely incredible. Also, Anthony Davis, guys, if he can if he can be consistent on defensive end, I see a defensive player of the year award in the works for him somewhere in the future. To me, he's just like everyone on Lakers right now. They just go through these stretches where they're kind of lazy. But my gosh, can he erase mistakes? And is he tremendous uh, defensively down there um, near the basket? So now, guys, I want to get into my second segment right now. My second segment is going to be more about the numbers. Um, Look, I really believe that Austin Reeves is going to be a good, very good uh, role player for the Los Angeles Lakers. Look, I know he's a rookie. I know there's some coaches like Coach Vogel that doesn't doesn't really love to play the rookies. He likes to play the veterans. Like, I get all of that. But, guys, I honestly, for me personally, I haven't been a fan of the baseball minutes. I don't mean versus John Morant, although John Morant was absolutely destroying baseball. My gosh. I was like, please take him off of (laughs) – he was abusing him. However, Morant abuses most people. Okay, so I'm not saying that. I'm saying in their three games, I have not been tremendously impressed with Baysmore's minutes in the starting lineup or in the lineup period. Now, I'm not saying they need to start Reeves necessarily. Uh, he's a rookie. I, I understand that. Reeves is going to return. However, I think that the Baysmore minutes, some of those minutes can definitely be given to Reeves, uh, which it sounds like seems like Vogel's trying to do now. Um, but I'm just going to give you some of the numbers that that I some research that I did to just kind of back that up. And I'll make sure I put it up right here as well. So the starting lineup, you know, Russ, Baysmore, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and DeAndre Jordan, which you all know I do not like any DJ lineup. I just I think he makes them slow. Um, I just I just don't like it. Um, but anyway, that lineup. Um, they, I'm just gonna talk. Let's talk about the defense, okay? They're allowing 105.1 points per 100 possessions, okay? With DeAndre Jordan in the lineup and Baysmore in the lineup, if you switch Baysmore, now that's 77 possessions. So it's majority of the possessions that they played. If you switch Baysmore with Reeves and you f- switch DeAndre Jordan with Dwight Howard. They are now giving up only 93.3 per 100 possessions. 
So the defense is is better if you just replace those two. You just even if you stick with the, the traditional center with DeAndre Jordan, uh, with Dwight Howard, I mean, and you switch Bazemore with Reeves, you're suddenly going from giving up 105.1 points per 100 possessions to 90. 3.3 points per 100 possessions. That's just talking about the defense. Now let's go further with the defense. If you go away from the traditional five and you play Anthony Davis at the five and switch Bazemore Reeves, get this. They give up 88.2 points per 100 possessions with Russell Westbrook, Reeves, LeBron, Mello, and Davis. 88.2 points per 100 possessions. Now, for some reason, that lineup has played 17 possessions. I don't know why. Again, I will say this, guys. We are only three games into this season. We're only three games into the season. You have a better indication of how accurate this is about 10 games in. But we're just talking the numbers because I've been saying since game one, I don't like any DJ minutes, and I haven't been a fan of Bazemore's minutes. If you replace DeAndre Jordan with Carmelo and move 80 to the five and just replace Bazemore with Reeves, you go from allowing 105.1 points per 100 possessions to 88.2. Guys, I, I think the stats is matching the eye test. Is this premature? Probably so. Is it too early? Maybe so. But my goodness, the eye test matches the stats. Now let's talk offensively. The starting lineup, which well, I won't repeat it. We know what that is. They are scoring 93.5 points per 100 possessions. It's not going to cut it, guys. 93.5 points per 100 possessions. Okay, let's stick with the traditional big and Dwight Howard and just replace Bazemore over Reeves. They are scoring 126.7 points per 100 possessions. That's 33, that's a 33 point difference. By just not playing DeAndre Jordan and switching Bazemore with Reeves. Now let's go further. Let's go away from the traditional big. AD at the five, replacing Bazemore with Reeves and Carmelo Anthony being the four with LeBron and Russell Westbrook. Guys, that lineup has played 17 possessions. They score 147.1 points per 100 possessions and have a positive differential of 58.8. My goodness, if you just play Reeves and move Anthony Davis to the five and play Carmelo Anthony at the four, they score 147 points per 100 possessions and only give up 88.2. My goodness, a positive 58.8? Oh, Lord. That is incredible basketball. And it's actually putting a house out tell the honest truth. Carmelo making me put a foot in my mouth because I was just complaining about how I didn't think he should have been in the end of the game for defensive purposes. And here I'm looking at the stats and his lineup, the best defensively, along with Reeves, Russ, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, and it's scoring at 147.1 points per 100 possessions. I'm sorry, Melo. My bad, bro. I'm mad disrespectful. 
right now, again, it's only been three games. But doesn't don't those stats match the eye test? I have been saying this since game one. I don't like the DeAndre Jordan minutes at all. I like those minutes the least. And Bazemore, I haven't been very impressed. Now, Bazemore went three of three from the field, two of two from three last night. I'm glad he hit his shots. This isn't a, a Morant thing. I'm, he hit his shots. He did, you know, he went out there, he did what he could do. I mean, Morant going to cook anybody. But over the three games, I haven't been overly impressed with Bazemore. I just have not. Um. Those are the stats. I just, I don't know how the only way you dispute those facts is to simply say it's only been three games. Then that's fair. You want to get to about 10 before you really start looking at these differentials and the different lineups and things like that. But my goodness, the lineup of Russell Westbrook, Austin Reeves, um, LeBron James, Carmelo, and Anthony Davis, is that is just ridiculous. A positive 58.8. They are stifling, yet they are just scoring at an amazing clip. Not to mention, I think that I have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure their uh, turnover percentage defensively is like 27%, which is almost 30%. That's how. So the teams are shooting 50%. If their effective field goal percentage is 50% in that lineup, however, the team is just getting less shots because they're just taking the ball away. They're either stealing it, blocking it. Just it's just such a good lineup. It's just been it was so fun to watch. It's been so fun to watch the two games has been out there. I'm ashamed they've only played 17 possessions. Um, I think we should try it more. But that's just me. I'm not an NBA coach. Frank Vogel is. But when I look at these numbers, seems pretty simple to me. Guys, right here is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Guys, remember, now I'm doing both an audio and a video version of the podcast. The video version is on YouTube, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions, the West Wolf Podcast. So make sure you go check that out. If you'd rather see the person you're listening to, if not, you can stay right here. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. And if you haven't hit that subscribe button, please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. I really appreciate it. Guys, I will see you Tuesday night versus the San Antonio Spurs. Los Angeles Lakers are going to try to split these first four games to get a W there. There are two and two on the season headed in a positive direction. Guys, remember, it's all about 20 games. Progression isn't linear. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, until next time, peace.